When Nelson Mandela came to Britain in the year 2000, he described himself as an unemployed pensioner with a criminal record. Yet what he'd achieved is one of the great feats of the 20th century. No one truly believed a peaceful transfer of power was possible in South Africa. That was the doubt on which the credibility of the apartheid regime rested. Everyone knew the apartheid policy was indefensible and unjust, but it was propped up by the assumption that the alternative was a bloodbath. Nelson Mandela embodied the hope of a different future. Hope is living a different future until that future becomes a reality. Nelson Mandela was the living embodiment of such hope. In this spiritual arranged by Moses Hogan, the deep river refers both to a hope beyond death and freedom in a slave's journey beyond the Ohio River. We can hear it as the hope of South Africa beyond apartheid.
Mandela was well-qualified, intelligent, and well-connected. He could have navigated the political realities of South Africa in the 40s and 50s and got through unscathed. He knew the dangers and the downside of the armed struggle, but he knew only one way to live, and that was to put his personal interests to one side and face the consequences of his convictions. Likewise, at his trial for sabotage in Pretoria in April 1964, he could have found legal anomalies. He could have looked to dodge the shadow of endless incarceration or merciless execution. But instead of mounting a sophisticated defense, he simply made a speech which concluded with these words, I fought against white domination and I fought against black domination. I've cherished the ideal of a democratic and free society in which all persons live together in harmony and with equal opportunities. It's an ideal which I hope to live for and to achieve, but if needs be, it's an ideal for which I am prepared to die. Here's the Benedictus from Carl Jenkins, The Arms Man.
When Mandela came to power as the first president of a democratic South Africa in May 1994, he demonstrated that forgiveness and reconciliation and healing and partnership were not just devices or slogans to secure the transfer of power, they were truths that he was going to live by till his dying day and write upon the soul of his people. His nation would never be so rich that it would not be impoverished by the neglect of the gifts of any of its children, and it would never be so beautiful that it would not be tarnished by any strand of racism or discrimination or diminution of any of its citizens. The last fear of the oppressors was quashed. The last scraps of plausibility of the apartheid lie were exposed. Here's a setting of the great Amen by the South African composer, Peter Klatzow. <laughs> 